0: Like what was that guy's point? Why would he do why why did he decide he had to do a podcast on a like 25-year-old murder? He wasn't gonna come busting in their door in the last episode with the police, you know. Aha.
1: I hate all of them, but one of the formats that I hate is where you have two people. The one who clearly has done the research and stuff, and the other one's gone, Really? No. What? You know, the, yeah uh, oh, and then why didn't she ever, did anybody ever ask why she didn't? Well, here's the thing. When they interviewed her the first time, she said it was Tuesday afternoon. The second time she said it was Tuesday, but she wasn't sure if it was two o'clock or three o'clock. What? If you don't have anything to hide, how would you get confused about the time? I think I just did a true crime podcast. I,
0: I think we should have been recording. See, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going
1: to talk about a boogie book and I'm going to play one. <laughs> man uh (laughs) we're better off dad with paul and steve and (laughs) man we're just trying to figure out how to do the right thing when things get hard (laughs) and i need a new podcast to listen to i've got this one but it only comes out once a week i I wish this one came out every day (laughs) but i got rid of i got rid of one um Mm. I don't know if you saw my Facebook post. Yeah, I did, but the audience probably didn't. It's uh, it's called "We Can Do Hard Things" with um, D- Glennon Doyle, and I didn't know who she was. I guess she's an actress, and she mm-hmm. has a podcast which I had been enjoying. Yeah, yeah, some you good... sent me one. It's more for wine moms than me. <laughs> uh, it's for like if you if you do yoga and you have. Live, laugh, love hanging on the wall somewhere in your kitchen. And at it's least pro- one personal trainer. And at least one personal trainer. It's probably more for you, but I got some things out of it. There's some mm-hmm. good stuff. They talk about mental health and different things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I was willing to unfollow a podcast I love because they they made that comment. Y'all wasn't raised right. Mm. Right? And they were talking about something sort of specific. Um it was about like mindfulness and stuff and people mm-hmm. that like sometimes, you know, people will do crazy stuff and you could tell it's because, you know, they're just lost in their thoughts and there's too worried about judgment and too worried about what will people think of me and all that stuff. And they go, yeah, y'all weren't raised right. I stopped it and unfollowed immediately <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, and they have kids like, like Glenn and Doyle and her wife have kids, I think. I'll have Mm -hmm. to look into that. Maybe they don't. Maybe that explains it. I believe anybody (laughs) anybody with kids who's a decent parent will not tell somebody else that their kids weren't raised right. Mm -hmm. Or they will not tell somebody they weren't raised right. Because once you have kids, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. realize you do your best. We are all doing our best. Mm -hmm. We're all just trying to do the right thing when things get hard. And (laughs) sometimes we mess up. Sometimes we do everything perfect and kids get to make their own decisions. But mm-hmm. if your go-to thing like, oh, you can't pay your student debt, I guess you weren't raised right. I will punch you. I will not. I do not advocate violence in that <laughs> way. But I will, <laughs> yeah. <in the> <laughs> I will unfollow you square in the face. I will unfollow you square in the face. But anyway, this is better off dad, like I said. But that little story there has nothing to do with the topic of the day. We're We're still on school. Um, if you caught last a, we week. We could do a season on school. We could do a whole season <laughs> on school. But but if you caught last week, you heard how Paul and I sort of approach um, grades and academics and school in general and that kind of thing. But mainly mm. we were we were kind of on the academic side of school. Part two today, more on the non, some of the non academic stuff that goes on, <laughs> mm. some of the various pipelines. And I'm not talking about crack pipes, which those are there too. <laughs> yeah, but some of the non-academic stuff. what What was your story about the uh, the school to military pipeline?
0: Well, it was funny because a- Amy's daughter is in this, this is her senior fourth year senior year of college. And la- last last year she was having a conversation with some of her friends that you know they the little group that she runs around with, And they were talking about how military recruiters came to their high school. And the, one of the kids, he's like, what are you talking about? And they're all looking at him. Like you, the, the military, the army, the Navy, the air force Marines, they all, they, they, they come. the recruiters come to the high school, like, and try to recruit seniors. And he's like, no, they don't. They don't do that and And then they got to talking a little more, and they realized, um well, first of all, this kid's name is Grant, okay? Not, that so it might give you a little bit of a clue. And basically, he went to a what we will call an affluent high school of it, it was a public school, but it was in an affluent neighborhood. And this is the kind of guy who he the kid and I'm not putting any shade on the kid, but he's got like um, uh she uh, she told her mom they were going to go skiing cuz her friend had a cabin and then she sent pictures of the cabin it's a chalet
1: yeah <laughs> so it's funny the, what some people will call a cabin when i when i hear cabin <laughs> i'm thinking like you know like evil day abraham lincoln <laughs> like logs <you> know? <laughs> yes.
0: but so apparently that he had no idea this kid had no idea that, that this is what happens to poor kids and it's just an interesting thing that wait a minute. Not that it's a surprise because it's always been the poor kid that goes to war,
1: you know. The poor experience is different. I don't want to get into the poor experience, but our poor experience growing up is different. Was different than say a kid that grew up on the east side of Indianapolis, yeah. or downtown Laporte, or Michigan yeah. City, right? Mm-hmm. Like we knew some poor kids that grew up in Michigan city. Their experience was way different than our experience growing up mm-hmm. out there. So that's the kind of the picture I'm trying to get in my head is what is Laporte high school? It's probably a mix, right? It's got city kids and country kids only because it's the only one around. So yeah, it's, it's the, uh, we only have one, we
0: only have the one high school in this area and it's primarily, yeah, it's shipped in, you know, Walk in city kids like my kids, and then bust in country kids.
1: Yeah, as opposed to this one in Minnesota, I'm I'm imagining suburban. Like I'm trying to compare it to Indianapolis. So my mm-hmm. son goes to a high school that I would consider a city high school, mm-hmm. but very uh, diverse socioeconomically. Like a lot of poor city kids, right? Mm-hmm some rich city kids um but you know very diverse Mm -hmm. the military comes there to recruit for sure (laughs) yes what i would like to find out now is like carmel high school which is like five thousand, mostly rich kids uh which is just like 15 miles away 10 miles away Mm -hmm. i know some people whose kids went there i have to ask them if the military comes there
0: yeah find out because that would be interesting is it one of those schools where like you don't pick up your kid your
1: someone picks up your kid for you (laughs) (laughs) probably (laughs) either it's either a bus or they walk or the nanny picks them up right (laughs) yes the nanny um but yeah to your point so now that we got that established we got those uh key details established that like we're talking about affluent suburbs versus we're not talking private school because there's a law at least in indiana and i'm not Mm -hmm. sure this is a federal law. It might be, but if you accept funds, you have to let the military, if the military requests to come in and recruit, you have to let them like, this isn't the school's decision. If they accept certain funds yeah, and the military requests it, yeah, they have to come in. Now, what may be going on here, it'd be interesting to find out somebody get on this, a hey, uh, research assistant, Frankie, <laughs> he just left the room. I think he's going to go wipe his <laughs> butt on the carpet. <laughs> but if we had a we research should, assistant. <laughs> we should point out Frankie the dog. <laughs> It'd be interesting to find out. Uh, and I don't know. I'm not trying to be argumentative. I don't want to shit mm-hmm. all over your point, oh, no. w- which I think I know what your point is, but I don't want to shit on it. But I do want to say <laughs> it would be interesting. to. No, I think all the schools accept. You know what? I'm, I'm actually negating my own point. Here's the point I was going to make, and I can refute it immediately. I was going to say maybe the affluent schools don't accept the funds that require you to have the military come in. But if recent experience is any indication, rich folk take as much money as the government will offer. <laughs> that, yeah. So they aren't refusing money from the government. I guarantee that rich folk love free money from the government. So that takes that point away. Like So the other point is it's hard to recruit rich kids. <laughs> that was going to be my point. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Why would you go in t- to a school to recruit trust fund kids and kids who are, you know, going to take up the law firm or the family business or whatever it is they do. You're not going to get those kids to do it. Cause it's, 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 it's never the, well, not since like, Oh, what the Spanish American war, did rich kids ever go to war?
1: Well, you know, when you had the draft, they were mm-hmm. able to dodge the draft, but yeah, it was, it was before uh modern, you know, modern, uh, probably before World War One, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because that became the dangerous war, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the danger. Yes, when the machine gun was invented.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and the congressman from northeast Indiana, which covers Fort Wayne and those areas up there just mm-hmm. east of you, I think it's actually the district just east of you. Your person yeah. was just killed in a car accident, Wolorski. I don't mm-hmm. know who's serving out her term. Or whatever, but the one right next to you, his name is Jim Banks, and during this, during the hullabaloo over student loan forgiveness, mm-hmm. he he actually said that quiet part out loud that you just mentioned. Yes, which was, was he yes. said, forgiving student loans takes away from the military one of their biggest recruiting tools. Mm-hmm. So if you're forgiving, like if you don't allow indentured servitude. <laughs> Mm-hmm. how are we ever going to recruit poor kids mm-hmm. you know yeah i was gonna bring that
0: up but you beat me to it
1: <laughs> my kid had a story he comes home he's like yeah these two guys from the navy came trying to tell us why we should want to join the navy and they just stood there making fun of each other the whole time <laughs> i
0: had like a rap battle between the, the navy yeah, and the <laughs> exactly
1: but there is that power dynamic too. I mean, it's not just poor kids that are like, "Oh, I don't, I don't have any prospects." But you gotta, you gotta, you got somebody walking in there with a nice set of clothes, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe some decorations on their clothes, mm-hmm. um, nice haircut, you know. And these guys are trained. The they are trained in how to give the pitch. It's yep. basically a script, right? Yeah. And part of the script is a power dynamic that says i'm successful look at me i got nice Mm -hmm. clothes shiny shoes i carry myself well i have a nice haircut i make good money and you what are you gonna do right yeah who are you you're nobody and so that's what creates the pipeline right yes (laughs) i don't want to make any other points before you get a chance to make them so oh no (laughs)
0: you're you you, no you're good (laughs) i know i'm good (laughs) i know i'm good but are you done (laughs) i I need that on a coffee cup (laughs) i I, I know i'm good but are you done
1: (laughs) yeah it's funny you know speaking of power dynamics um this morning as i was dropping my son off um we were running a little late um so I dropped him off at the sidewalk so he could instead of pulling into the parking lot, so he could mm-hmm. just walk, mm-hmm. walk in. And he's like, I'm really not sure what I'm supposed to be doing. I, and I was like, well, what do you do? He's like, I just walk into the door that I go into when you drop me off. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's right. I'm like, does it work? He's like, yeah, it works. I was like, then it's probably right. Yeah. Do, do <laughs> it. Do it. Why... Somebody
0: says it's wrong.
1: Well, and, and that was the thing. He's like, yeah, there's always, he's like, there's like 15, like, security guards between the the sidewalk and the entrance Mm -hmm. that I go in. I'm like, well, what are they saying? He's like, well, where where are you supposed to be? I was like, what do you say to them? (laughs) I know they go, where are you going? And he's like, I always just say, I'm going to school. (laughs) That's right. And I was just like, what? These guys, the way it's all. And I know I complained about this last week, but I'm going to complain about it again. Like they see their job as keep, people from doing monkey business yeah and i'm like what if even if you're there for monkey but what if you're there for monkey business like what do you what are you doing here i'm here for monkey business well yeah, right. i'm not gonna help you with that you know what if you're <laughs> you might be the head monkey trainer so you that's really right. are there for monkey business they're like well i'm not helping with that <laughs> Oh so monkey business here but they're not helpful at all they no. don't, they're not there to help
0: no <laughs> and they and they get off on it a little too much because it's like it's almost like they're 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 hoping to catch that one kid you know with like the oh, bag back, yeah. the backpack full of crack or something
1: yeah i preferably not armed
0: i oh, used that to would be the dream. i used
1: to think they all had hero fantasies like oh please i want somebody to come try to shoot up the school i want please somebody and then Uvaldi happens and i'm like mm. oh well that wasn't it
0: <laughs> <laughs> well it's it's just it's the the bully thing you know those they, those
1: who aren't familiar at uvalde the cops and security guards and whoever just stood around for this is what i heard in the news anyway mm-hmm. um according to the news they just stood around for a long time while the shooter was in the school shooting up kids and so that hero complex thing just my theory about everybody wants to be the hero and the good guy with the gun and all that stuff i'm like well i know it's only a sample size of one that is a good, that is a sample of yes. what might really happen. Right. But yeah, go, go on a boy. Like they were the bullies in school. Is that Yeah. yeah? They
0: were the bullies in this. And anytime you challenge the bulliness, like you said, I think you said it last week about, or two weeks ago, it was about like, um, the one thing I know about bullies is they're not stupid, you know, like yeah. how you grew up, you know? yeah. And as soon as, as soon as you challenge that their, their script gets bumped and then they get pissed off.
1: There was a good example of that. So my son is a, uh, is goth. Uh, for those that didn't know, for those who don't know, they um, the goth uh, culture is the culture that sacked Rome in the four hundreds. Um, yes. AD. But they are also a subculture of, um, punk sort of <laughs> punk sort of goth, you know, and he wears like, sometimes he wears these spikes around his neck. Like he's got oh, yeah. this neck collar yeah. thing with spikes on it. Yeah. And that too. He, he wore that to school one day. And one of the security guards is like, where are you supposed to be? Where, where are you going? Wait, you can't be wearing that. And he's like, why not? The guy's <laughs> like, well, cause, cause you might, you might, uh, uh, because they're sharp. Okay. So, <laughs>
0: So not use don't use a pencil you, either. You might
1: stab somebody with a. I'm not gonna stab anybody with them. It's not a weapon. It's a it's an accessory. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know how much this cost? <laughs> but but you might trip and and hurt somebody. He's like, yeah. Well, whatever. And the guy's like, well, we're, we gotta go to the office. Okay, let's go to the office. So, they walk to the office. The principal looks over and goes, Oh, hey, Eli, how you doing? And the security guard's demeanor immediately <laughs> changed. Yeah. Right. It's it's the it's your point about the bully. Right. It's like the it's like uh, Eddie Haskell or somebody. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like you immediately change when you're around uh, a higher up authority figure. So this guy thought he was going to win some points with the principal by bringing in a troublemaker. Right. Yep. Well, it turns out the principal knows my son likes him Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the security guard just immediately changed like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I was just telling him about the, the, we're getting along pretty well. You know, he's, he's not causing any trouble or anything. He's, he's being pretty cool about everything. And I just was letting him know he can't wear that. My son's like, I don't think I was being all that cool. I I was being pretty. And he was like, I was being pretty resistant. I was like basically saying, I'm not taking it off. (laughs) He's like, no 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 you were being cool about it you were being cool about it and and he just keeps saying i really wasn't i really wasn't being that cool i didn't come here i didn't and he's like and he came here willingly like i didn't have to make him come he's like i really didn't want to i didn't know i had a choice (laughs) and the principal's just going no he's fine he's he's a good kid yeah you can't really wear that so you have to take it off why do i have to take it off well just take it off and like eventually he took it off but i was like That's my boy standing up to authority, <laughs> that's like I didn't stand. do when I was in high school.
0: Well, we raise our kids to be better versions of ourselves, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's like yep. with with Max. I've been trying to, cause he's he's very shy. So I've been trying to teach him the fake it till you make it approach to life. Oh, right. Where yeah. if you're where you're if you're somewhere in the school where you're not, say you're lost, because this is his first year and it's a big school. To go from the small middle school. To the gigantic high school, it's a big, it's a much bigger school, and if you wander down the wrong hallway, don't act like you wandered down the wrong hallway. Just keep walking, you know.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, just act like you know it. Act like you act like you meant to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's for sure. I do, I do feel, and the other story, and this isn't school, but this is that security guard mm-hmm. mentality. If any mm-hmm. security guards are listening, feel free to call in. Give us your side of the story. Um, we we enjoy hearing people when they're wrong. Um, <laughs> so they're at the, so um, my wife and, and Eli were at uh, this horse event in mm-hmm. Kentucky at the Kentucky State Fairgrounds in Louisville, mm-hmm. Kentucky. And, you know, the fair is going on but also there are events going on like happens at fairs and they were in this sort of expo area and they had to go to the bathroom and they, they went to the bathroom, but they had to leave the expo area to go to the bathroom. They're coming and it was outside somehow convoluted, but they kind of had to go outside. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: They're coming back in and this security guards there. He's like, Whoa, hold on, hold on. Where are you, where are you going? I don't, I swear to God in security guard school, they teach them two things. Where are you supposed to be? And where are you going? Mm-hmm. All right, where are you going? I was like, well, we're going back to the expo area. Uh, well, I need to see credentials. And they're like, w- you w- credentials. <laughs> what <laughs> What does that even mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? Credentials. I have my learner's permit. And- <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I have my license. And what is that? What that credential? <laughs> no, no, I need credentials. Like, we don't know what you're talking about. And. And he he like probably had,
0: didn't.
1: A guy comes walking by and the security guard kind of waves at him. The guy goes in, right? And they're like, okay, what credential did that guy have that we don't have? Yeah. He's like, well, he had a wristband. we are like, a wristband? Where do you get wristbands? I don't know. <laughs> like, what kind of wristband? I don't know. <laughs> Where are you
0: wanting from the hospital? You know, it's like, I like, had a we,
1: wristband. We just came from in there. And now we're just trying to go back in. Well, you can't go in here. You have to walk down there to that end of the building and then turn into, there's a door down there that you have to go in. The Moose on front like, should have told you. They're like, it's it's starting to rain. Mm-hmm. We're, you're going to make us go down there to that door when this is where we're going. We're just going right there. And he's like, yes. And my wife is like, well, Well, but it's raining. We can't just be out here in the rain. And he's like, well, I have to be out here in the rain. I'm sure you'll be okay. And they're like, you're getting paid to be out (laughs) here in the rain. It's your job. You're (laughs) paying to be in the rain. And uh, finally, they just got fed up and started walking. (laughs) And the guy, so they started walking in, and the guy just started walking with him and trying to get in yeah. front. He jumps in front of my wife and he's like, You cannot go in here. And she's like, You will get out of my face. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to take you, I'm going to call my superiors. And she's like, Please, please yeah. call somebody that knows what's going on. <laughs> and like he's on his little walkie-talkie thing or whatever. They just took off. They just started yeah. walking. Because they didn't he have followed them. They yeah. turned into some horse stall areas and wound their way through. Yeah, <laughs> he's the probably... whole time. Eli's texting me like, we have a security guard chasing us. Oh, no, he said, cop. There's a cop chasing us and we just ducked into some horse stables.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he probably coaches like his son's little league or something. You know, he's one of those kind of.
1: It's so what kind of world would this be? If and let's take it back to schools, let's say the oh oh by the way i gotta finish that sorry okay yeah horrible podcast flow here i just it's like we're driving it's like sorry wait (laughs) i gotta finish that other story uh fast forward about an hour or hour and a half they're watching the horse show and some knuckleheads uh had guns on the midway of the fair and start trying to shoot up the place right so everybody, nobody knows what's going on. The horse show doesn't even stop because they don't know what's going on down there. People start running in from the outside, like like crowds start running in. The horses start freaking out. Mm-hmm. The judges have no idea what's going on. The announcer, the little music that they play, it sounds like little carnival music while the horses are doing their thing. It's like do 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 do. It was like a freaking Stanley Kubrick film. They're just the crowds are running in, the horses are going crazy, the judges are there with their little clipboards, and the music's going do 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 Where were the security guards? Out left. They're gone because security. They're probably standing at the door of, excuse me, you have to have a wristband to come in here. Yeah. You, excuse me, you have to, and the people are just running in without wristbands. Security has one job.
0: So that when it comes down to an establishment dealing with uh, insurance cases in in a case like this, they can say, well, we had security.
1: Yeah. That's and And they could say, not only did we have security, but they weren't our employees. Yes, yes. We have a contract with the security company. So if they hired somebody who's incompetent, that wasn't our fault. We hired a security company.
0: Yeah, because it's never, it's never the people that like you're not gonna get like I don't know, Joe's circus. They're not gonna walk around with Joe's circus security on their shirt. It's gonna be like Securitas or some security company.
1: So now back to schools. Because that's not, I don't believe that I think with the schools, I think they're school system employees. Security hmm. guys, and they are there's like a whole like a lot of schools have their own police department. Mm-hmm. As ludicrous as that, I know, I know those of you just tuning in, I know that sounds weird. A school system having its own police department with guns and badges and arresting authority and the whole works, right? And I can hear what you're saying, <laughs> I can hear y'all <laughs> out there in podcast land. We need a name for our listeners. Um Better Off Nation. <laughs>
0: the Better Off. I don't know. Anytime you got nation, that's a little no. I don't want to go that route. That's a little That's too, too that's national. a little
1: alt righty, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. white nationalist <laughs> sounding. Yes. No. I'll pass on that. Right, we'll come up with something. Anyway, uh well, yeah, but you know, you got to keep order and discipline and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um that's not what cops do. I don't know the last time uh, we got cops, maybe that listen, they can refute what I'm about to say. I think cops are not there to maintain order and discipline. I think cops are there to uh, arrest and punish, <laughs> maybe mitigate a situation to keep it from getting out of hand. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe break up fights uh, if they break out, um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But as far as maintaining order and discipline, mm-hmm. that's more of a culture that the school builds. Like any cop will tell you, I've never been a cop, never had a cop tell me this, um, but I would imagine cops would say, there are not enough, there will never be enough cops in the world to maintain order and discipline, because there can't be a cop there every second of every day, everywhere, right? Right, So you have to have a culture of order and discipline if you want order and discipline. The cops are there as one piece of the puzzle, Mm -hmm. and I would argue and a school situation, they shouldn't be a key piece of the puzzle. What kind of world would this be? If those security guards, as Eli's walking up to his school, right? Um, I used to have a lot of discipline about not using my kid's name in the show. I just, that's yeah, out you were
0: window. you Yeah, it used to be my,
1: my kid and my wife. Yeah. And my
0: kid and my wife, and now you're like, yeah. screw it.
1: Yeah, I guess. Because um, nobody listens. why. <laughs> <laughs> They're safe <laughs> but it, for now. And then this thing blows up. And, well, yeah, and that blow. one
0: yeah. that one Kentucky security guard happens to be listening, and he's all yeah. mad now.
1: <laughs> all right, I've said this three times. I'm going to say it again. Imagine a world where those so-called security guards, right? mm-hmm. call them something else, call them whatever you want. But what if their job, instead of catching somebody with a bag of crack or breaking up a fight or maintaining order and discipline, what if their job was to be helpful? what if as somebody's walking up and they're like walking toward school instead of going where you think you're going i'm going to school well you're going in the wrong door what if instead of that attitude what if it was good morning nice to see you you know um oh by the way when you're walking uh you go in the door down there Mm -hmm. uh just because we're trying to do that just to keep order. It's for your safety uh, because there's a lot of cars over there a lot of traffic so the walkers we're having go in that door down there
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and uh what if that was their job? What if in the hallways, instead of being like, where are you supposed to be? What if it was like, hey, what's going on? We, you know, you guys got class or something or what's happening? Can I help you with something? You know, and it's like if they are cutting class and they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, it could be like, I mean, you guys know you're supposed to be in class. You know, why don't you go on get in mm-hmm. class? Right? What if that was their attitude instead? Right. What kind of culture could you build with that? <laughs> not
0: this one. Um. <laughs> I I think part of the reason, well, the main reason why they do that, and I could be wrong, but I think the main reason why they do that is because if, well, one, you're dealing with kids. So if you can, if you can set a kid off almost instantly, then you look good for getting a kid who, who, a trouble kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the kid will, you, you say something like that to the kid. The kid goes off on you. You've got them for being disrespectful or some shit. You can march them into the principal's office and not have a situation like with what happened with Eli.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that's part of it. And that's the security guards. Now, there are some teachers at affluent schools, by the way. There are some mm-hmm. teachers that have some sort of bully complex as well. And it may come from their own insecurities. I don't know where it comes from. There's this one, one teacher in particular where my, my daughter went to school mm-hmm. that... Like anytime time, and, and this happened, poor kid, it happened fairly frequently because I was always encouraging her to do stuff uh, <laughs> that was kind of out of the ordinary. She ran for class something, secretary or something,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, in like sixth grade, sixth or seventh grade.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, she said, hey, I had this idea to hand out candy and tell people to vote for me. And I was like, oh, good idea. You should do that. Has anybody done that before? She's like, no, nobody's tried that. And I was like, sounds great to me. People love candy. And uh, they they you might get some votes that way. So she gets a couple bags of candy, gets set up in the hallway, and it's like handing out you know fly, her little flyers and candy. One of the teachers comes up and says, "You can't be doing that," and took her candy. Now he's sitting in the classroom,
0: nom, nom, yeah. the candy.
1: <laughs> and it's the same teacher that um, she's had run-ins with before. Now mm-hmm. you will not meet a more compliant uh sort of shy quiet kind
0: okay so so i'm seeing two kids here and i'm I'm seeing one of them who uh kind of reminds me of somebody
1: i used to know in high school right right and one is the opposite yes so so while i've encouraged my daughter to be more outgoing and more like she hates getting in trouble like who Mm -hmm. likes getting in trouble right but So I don't know if it's backfiring, because the more I try to get her to do stuff, then some a-hole teacher comes along. And uh, then she's like, oh, well, when you try to do new things, you try to be innovative, you try to be creative, you get yelled at by a teacher. So nobody listens to this show, right? Like seven, six people, maybe? But I swear to God, I know what I'm saying will irk some people. Maybe not anybody who's listening, but I know there are people who would go, whoa. And here's, here's what it would sound like. Well, have you ever been a teacher? Have you ever tried it? Why don't you see what it's like to have 115 middle schoolers wandering the hallways? You get a little like you have to be a little firm with them. If you can't just be all unicorns and rainbows with these kids because they will get away with anything they can try. And you know what? Come on the show and give me that argument and change my mind. Please. Yeah because as much as i as i as i scream and yell about this stuff i've yet to have anybody present a valid like coherent argument in return
0: yeah <laughs> and there's a difference there's a difference between being stern and being an asshole yeah wow. i like yeah. do you hate kids do you, do you just hate kids if you do why are you doing this why now, are you doing this yeah again like you said somebody anybody who wants to give us the other side
1: man absolutely 100% because it's my belief that and I did this I actually coached soccer now for little kids now I know it's not the same I'm not there Mm -hmm. all day every day not getting paid Mm -hmm. enough here's the thing about teachers um they don't get paid enough I was talking to a teacher family in the family recently and Mm -hmm. we were talking about education and stuff and I I said you know uh you guys don't get paid enough Mm -hmm. (laughs) I said I don't know anything about anything right (laughs) in the words of Ruth I don't know. <laughs> shit I, forgot, about fuck. I don't know shit about <laughs> fuck. I can always um, cut it out. <laughs> but I, I said, what I do know is you guys don't get paid enough. <laughs> I know that much. Yeah. And her answer was like the most like liberal, not quite leftist, but very nice liberal, not bad liberal. <laughs>
0: it yeah. was
1: it was uh you know what? I getting paid more would be fine. Yeah, I'll take the money, but she's like, mm-hmm. I'm not it doesn't matter to me. I make enough. I wish Mm -hmm. the schools were better funded. I wish we could get better equipment, better stuff, better supplies. And I know this person. I know that wasn't, it wasn't put on, right? It was serious. Mm -hmm. I was like, but still, I'd still like to pay you more. But anyway, so God bless the teachers. They're all heroes. Um, But when I coached the soccer team, Mm -hmm. my approach was multi-layered. The first time I get a kid was not where he was supposed to be and like Mm -hmm. where I was telling him to be and all that I assumed it's because they didn't understand. And so I would explain it to them. Yeah. The next time they would do it, I'd be like, is there a way I can explain this to you? Do you remember when I told you that? And if they said no, then I'd be like, well, let me explain it to you again. If they said, yeah, I do remember then I'd be like, is there a better way to explain it? That keeps you from, do- is there a reason for this? Right. Mm-hmm. If it was clear to me that they were just screwing around like kids will do sometimes doesn't make mm-hmm. them a bad kid. It's just, they're screwing around I'd take them out. I'd be like, why don't you go stand over there? The rest of us are going to work on this thing mm-hmm. and you stand over there for a minute. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> took them out of the fun. Right. And, yeah. th- and then like that kid was like, Oh crap. And he didn't, when he came back, he didn't do the stupid thing again. Right. Yeah. Whatever it was. Um, But I didn't immediately, and this is this, this one example, same teacher that took uh, took her candy. Like, you're not supposed to wear your winter coat around inside. You're supposed to take your coat off after you come back in from recess, put it in your locker, and then go on with your day. Well, this teacher, like, if you walked into the door and you didn't have your coat off yet, she would yell at you. Like, you're supposed to have your coat off. You know better than that. You know, kind of like you've done something wrong. Yeah. When in reality, it's just like I just had a good time out at recess with my friends running around. It's cold outside. I come in and I'm 15 feet inside the door and I haven't taken my coat off yet. Yeah. That's just somebody that wants to yell at somebody. right? Yeah,
0: because <laughs> if it was one, if it was one kid through the door at a time taking their coat off, like it'd be 45 minutes before you could start class. Yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd yell about that.
1: Yeah. How about you stand there and just go? Okay, everybody, remember to take your coats off, hang them up. Hope you had fun at recess. Mm -hmm. That's if you like kids. If you don't like kids, you should be in another line of work.
0: Absolutely. You know what we should do? We should get Jim on the show.
1: I think he would be fantastic because I think he would refute a lot uh, some of what I'm saying because the man's in the trenches,
0: right? Oh, he's 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 in the (laughs) worst trenches.
1: He's He's in the trenches. (laughs) There's Agent Orange everywhere, and and I'm sure he would be like, dude that all sounds great and you sound like me in my first five years <laughs> he's like 35 40 years later though dude it like <laughs> you gotta understand you know mm-hmm. i'm sure he would and i would welcome it you know i don't mm-hmm. i don't mind being schooled mm-hmm. <laughs> see what i did there
0: you know because because we are the type of person who if we're wrong you know we will apologize <laughs> Because we are
1: that type of person, the person we are is someone who will, I might, apologize. I don't know if I'll apologize. That's, that's, that might be a bridge too far.
0: Well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like, it's like my dad said, my, my dad's thing is, he's, his, his, if I'm wrong, I'll kiss your ass and I'll give you 10 minutes to draw a crowd. So. <laughs> yes, I've heard that
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good way to end it.
0: <laughs> <Works for me.
1: laughs> if we're wrong We'll kiss your ass and we'll give you 10 minutes To draw a crowd And it'll make the highlight reel At the Better Off Dad Best Of show <laughs> Yes But uh, yeah What do we know We're just uh, Better Off Dad Trying to do the right thing When things are hard And it shouldn't be this hard oh, Sorry about the that music Thank <laughs> you.